Didn't see you there. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I am your host, Craig Williams, and today I am at Epcot for the start of the 2023 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Joining me today is Rhino and Erica, and we're going to eat as much as we possibly can. But before we do that, I want to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money, and you get the support of an awesome Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. So head over to Dreams Unlimited travel.com today for a free no obligation quote i am starving i didn't have any breakfast in preparation for today so i don't know how rhino or eric are feeling but i'm ready to get going so let's head on in and let's eat it all so for our first stop, we are here at the Australia booth, which is near Port of Entry, and we ordered the grilled sweet and spicy bush sh- uh, berry shrimp, and it was $6.75, and uh, here we go. So just had my first bite here, and I like this. I think, I think it's good. You know, it has that sweet chili sauce on there, and I love a sweet chili sauce. Put that on the worst vegetable ever, and I'll probably eat it. Um... It has a nice balance between that sweet and spicy, but the sweet is what hits you first, and then the spicy comes a little bit after, and the the snap peas are fine. They're covered in that chili sauce, so it makes them good, and there are three shrimp that come with this, so if you want to share, that's, you know, one shrimp for you and then two for other people to have, or you can have them all on your own, Uh, but overall, I really enjoy this dish. I think it's something nice and light to start with before getting deep into the festival. I'm glad I chose this first, but overall, I like it. It did not disappoint me. We made a stop over in Morocco at the Tangerine Cafe, Flavors of the Medina. And uh, there was one item on here that was calling to me, the pistachio cake, because I am on a pistachio kick right now. So the pistachio cake uh, comes with a cinnamon pastry cream and candied walnuts. Uh, I'm excited. It looks cute. It's like, it's so warm out here, though. The little design is melting, so it makes me sad. But it's a very, like, very beautiful... uh, Work artwork they've done here on the outside. So I'm going to get a little bit of the cinnamon cream, a little bit of the pistachio cake here, a little bunt cake. The cake is super soft and delicious, and the, the cinnamon cream on top is, like, um, cooler and refreshing. Neither of the two things are popping with their flavor, though. Like, the flavor's there. Like, the, I, can, I get the pistachio, but it's not giving me, like, full pistachio. The cinnamon is coming through a little bit as, like, an aftertaste. Um, and I like the combo, but I honestly, from looking at it, I thought it was going to be like exploding with pistachio flavor. Um, so it's a little more subtle, but this item was, this item was four seventy five. Um, I am enjoying it. I'm not unhappy. I got it. I think that I would give it another try. So I think if you like pistachio, I'd say give it a shot and I'd be curious to see what anybody else thinks who has this. I also got a food item here in Morocco. I got the falafel pita that comes with a, someone help me say the word tahini. Oh yeah, a tahini sauce on top. And um, before we like really dig into this, I do love that it's a true half of like a pita. So this looks like it's going to be pretty filling. Um, let's go ahead and try this. I believe this was uh, five dollars and fifty cents. This is actually really good. I'm looking at, at the filling, and it looks it looks great. The crispiness on the outside is perfect. And um, I love, like, 
I'm not a huge fan of shredded lettuce, but in situations like this, I think it adds like a nice coolness to the dish. Same thing with the tomatoes they have in here. The sauce is incredible. And again, like I love this portion size that's here, and I think it definitely is worth that $5.50 because it's going to be like you're going to get full from this. Like it's, it's pretty nice. You get two falafels. But overall, I really do like this, and I definitely would come back to get this. In the past, before I found out about my allergy, I did try the pistachio cake. Um, I think it was like three years ago, and I did really love it. So I think that is something you should try. If you're looking for a dessert that's not like, in my opinion, it wasn't like overly sweet or anything. So I, I would highly recommend that one, but I would also recommend this pita. Next up, we have Greece. We went to the Greece booth, and I got the plant-based Impossible Moussaka, and we didn't know what that was, so I did some research. It's basically um, a Greek eggplant casserole is what the internet is telling us, but this is made with Impossible meat. So let's see, let's see how this goes. It smells good. I did give it a sniff on the way here. It's not easy to grab. Okay. Skin. Okay, that's what that looks like. Let's see. I was not expecting the flavors that I got from this. It's going to sound weird, but this tastes like Christmas. There's a little bit of sweetness to it. And I don't, yeah, and I don't hate it. I can't like put my finger on it if it's like a cinnamon flavor or like a nutmeg flavor that I'm feeling, but it's something that reminds me of like the holiday season. And this, I feel like I could categorize this as like my comfort food. Like this, I, I like this. I wasn't expecting any of that type of flavor. I was expecting more like hardcore savory like food, but this is, I actually, I'm very surprised by this dish. Almost speechless here. Um, do you like it? I do. I do like it. I feel like I need to eat more of it, but for my first bite, I like it. Like it's, it's just surprising, and I like surprising food. So I like this, and this was uh, $5.50. You get it in a cute little bowl. I can't tell you right now if I think it's worth $5.50 because uh, it's like a smaller bowl. But I feel like if you share it with somebody, it could be worth it. Uh, but we'll see how we feel about the rest of this. This I keep looking at it because it looks so good. So I'm going to finish eating this. Next stop, we went to Flavors of America. And yes, we've been hit by a little bit of a rain cloud that came in. And that was also both a metaphor and literal because rain came in and the Flavors of America booth took... Forever. I'm talking like by the time I decided to start a timer, it had already been 10 minutes, but I definitely had been up there for longer than that. So it probably took about 20 minutes to get one of our dishes. So I just stood out there in the rain. But um, over here, we went with the uh, two items. I'll let Craig talk about the other one. But the one that I was most excited about were the chilequiles. And uh, those are corn tortilla chips tossed in salsa verde with ranchero chicken, queso fresco, cilantro lime crema, and a soft poached egg. And those are uh, $6.75. And I feel like it's a pretty fairly nice portion. The thing that we were both kind of blown away about with this is that the egg on top is like a perfectly poached egg. Like it was very gorgeous. The, 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 the plate has some heft to it, some weight. Um, but now I'm worried because we waited so long for the other food item that these, uh, because it's so humid outside. Oh, yeah. These are damp and soft chips. Mm. Oh, yeah. Stale, soft. Oh, delish. Um, 
<laughs> so let me use a fork here. I'm going to get a little bit of the egg, the chicken, with the salsa verde in there. Mm, oh, look at that. Runny. Can't wait to eat this with these super soft chips. Oh, they're so wilty. Yeah, baby. Mmm. Mmm. Okay, here we go. And that is the ultimate shame of this dish because all that stuff is delicious. So if we had taken a bite when this was handed to us, I think the chips would have been a lot crispier, and I would definitely recommend this dish. But I would definitely recommend that you take a look at the line when you come in here and maybe be like, what's the holdup on the beef sandwich? Because otherwise you're going to be stuck there and your chips are going to be soggy, and they should be soggy from the food, not from the humidity in the air. So that's that. Um, I'm going to definitely make Craig give me a piece of that hot Italian beef. This beef sandwich experience was very frustrating. We had Rhino standing up there doing his best impression of Clara Peller asking, where's the beef? And we found it, and I will say, it looks appealing to me. So it's the Italian hot beef sandwich with shaved beef and a jus on a French roll. And I will say, uh, you know, Rhino is the person in our group here who has watched the bear too many times. So uh, he is the he is the expert when it comes to beef sandwiches. But I'm going to do my best here to do this one justice. Here goes nothing. For my first bite, I had it au natural, and the beef is really flavorful. Uh, it's seasoned well. It melts in your mouth. Uh, the bun is nice and soft and fresh, and I do appreciate that the bun isn't, like, soggy and sopping uh, because, you know, this reminds me of a Portillo sandwich, except there, even when you don't order it, like, with the extra wetness to it, I feel like it's always just drenched. Uh, for my second bite, I added the au into the mix, and I will not be doing that again. This is, like... Uh, whatever saltiness is normally in au jus, I feel like they gen- then like I, they just accidentally dropped extra salt in there, like two tons, two metric tons. I don't know. It is just, I don't think I'll be able to taste anything else right for the rest of the day because the salt has burnt the inside of my mouth. So I recommend the sandwich. Uh, it's $6.25 for it. It's actually on the small side. So I, I recommend it for the flavor. It's not necessarily based on the price. Uh, but just it, if all the batches of ajou are like this, stay away from the ajou. We are here in the brew wing at the Odyssey. And uh, we've got some food and we've got a drink. A drink that, unfortunately, Erica isn't going to have. Maybe unfortunately, maybe fortunately. I don't know. But it's the big hot item of the festival. And that is the pickle milkshake, which is non-alcoholic. There's no description in this book. But I know that it's basically dill pickles and a a vanilla shake. And so I'm going to try that. Um, I know Craig's already had it. But I'm hoping he'll at least have some of it again. Um, and then um, Erica was kind enough to pick up for me the peanut butter and jelly sticky wings, which I will also try. But I'm going in with this dill pickle shake. So uh, wish me luck. Pickles. Pickles. Craig's dog. Oh. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't get it. <laughs> um, it's definitely a vanilla milkshake. And it definitely has dill in the vanilla milkshake. But... I don't know what the big deal is. <laughs> Terrible. Um, it's, um, I don't know. I think it's kind of subtle. I don't, I don't hate it. 
but my mind mentally says this is a shamrock shake. So I think there's some sort of weird disconnect I'm having with that right now. Well, I got you, though. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and have one of these peanut butter and jelly wings. Because mommy likey. That is so thick with a peanut butter sauce on top of this. I'm not really sure where the jelly's going to come in. Oh, I see it on the bottom. Okay, here we go. Ready? The peanut butter and jelly wings. Very peanut buttery, not super jelly, but um, they are a little heavy. And if you're thinking like, oh, I've been to Steakhouse 71, or I've been somewhere else on property where I've had, you know, they do the Thai peanut sauce, and then it's like a spicy jelly or something like that. This isn't like that. This straight up tastes like peanut butter out of a jar dumped on these wings. And you know what? I am a hua for peanut butter, so I honestly don't mind it. I will have peanut butter in everything. These are $7.50, and there are one, two, three, five wings. For me, I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm not a big wing guy, because. Uh, but you know what? There's a couple of these. What are these? The drums? The drums? Yeah, I can hear the drums. So there's two of those, and the rest are flats. I wish it was all drums, but we can't, we can't all get what we want, but... I'm not unhappy that I have these. The picky milkshake here, the pickle milkshake, is $5.75. Um, you do get to keep this fun little glass with it. So I'd be like, mm, I feel like that's worth it. But if you're somebody who wants to try it because it doesn't matter whether people tell you it's good or awful or whatever it is, you're still going to get it, you might as well get it. You know what? For $5.75 and you get a little collector's glass, I think it's worth it. And whether, like I said again, if somebody tells you it's bad and you're not going to get it, I feel like it's one of those items where you're getting it no matter what, if you've already got your mindset on it. So that's what I have to say about that. Erica, I think you want to have the wings since you're the one who waited in line now for your items. Yeah? I'm going to try. I ordered the Impossible Buffalo Chicken Tenders. It comes with plant-based blue cheese, plant-based ranch, and celery. These are new this year. Last year, all they had here at Brewing for us plant-based eaters were the... Brussels sprouts, which they're great also, but I'm excited for this. Uh, how much were these? Uh, the same as the other one. So they are $7.50. And uh, this is pretty like heavy plate. I'm like four, one, two, three, four from what I can see. Four chicken tenders on here. Uh, they're pretty hefty, but let's go into this. And it's got a good kick to it. And I, I like this a lot. I know some people are going to say like, it's too fake chickeny for them, but for someone who eats plant-based chicken all the time, I'm okay with this. And I like, it has a perfect balance of the buffalo sauce with the um, with the plant-based ranch. The blue cheese isn't really doing anything. It doesn't have that blue cheese flavor like at all, but the ranch is really pulling through with the buffalo. So I actually like this a lot. I know I'll be back more during the festival just to get this. I love a good buffalo chicken tender. So I think this is worth the $7.50 because of how many tenders come um, on the plate. I like this a lot. I think this is a great addition to brewing. Over at the fry basket outside of uh, Test Track, we are getting the pickle fries because we can't have enough dill today. So these are pickle fries with dill ranch. So they're exactly what they sound like. They come in a little cup there. We've got uh, five of them here. I'm going to grab the uh, creamiest. There we go. I I like, uh, I like, I like fried pickles. (laughs) You should bring your milkshake outside and dip the pickle in the milkshake. <laughs> um, 
You know what? This is pretty good because there's like a pretty thick piece of a pickle in here. A spear. A spear. There's a pickle spear, a Britney Spears right in there. And um, the the batter on the outside is nice. You can like clearly see on the batter there's a bunch of dill in the batter too. So it is popping with that dill flavor. And it's nice like crispy and crunchy. Juicy. I hate saying that, but here we are. I don't know how much these were. $5.50. These were $5.50. Honestly, these are pretty good. I'd get these again, I think. I'd, I'd, I'd save everything we ate. Like, I don't know. You can't go wrong with fried pickles. I believe we have made it to our final stop of the day. We just don't have much more room in our stomachs. We're little piggies, but can't eat that much. Uh, We're stopping at Flavors from Fire, and this is like right across from Creation Shop. You can't miss it. Not in uh, not in World Showcase, in in World Discovery. World Discovery. So there you go. I'll never remember them now. They made it too complicated. Too complicated, Disney. Uh, The first thing I'm trying from here is the chimichurri marinated skirt steak taco. It is $6.50, and it comes with crushed avocado, grilled corn salsa, pickled red onions, queso fresco, and cilantro lime cream. And uh, it's a a nice hefty taco. Expecting there to be a texture difference from the pickled onions on there. Also add a burst of sweet and tanginess to it. Let's go. The steak is packing the chimichurri flavor. Uh, it is definitely uh, complemented well with the crushed avocado. That's adding a coolness to it. You know, the queso fresco. Add in just like a slight hint of salt. Uh, the pickled red onions. You know what? They're not as uh, dominant as I thought they would be. But overall, I feel like everything on this uh, on this taco is working in beautiful harmony together. It's It's expensive for a taco. But it's very flavorful. And, yeah, I would probably try this again. I truly believe that no meal is perfect without a dessert to finish that meal. So for that reason, also from Flavors from Fire, I chose the Spiced Chocolate Tart with barbecue potato chip crust, salted whiskey, caramel, and smoked sea salt. It is melting in the sun, but you can see the sea salt right on it. You can see the caramel, the barbecue potato chips. It looks like it's going to add a nice little crispiness to it. Hopefully that smokiness as well, too. This could be a good dessert. My honest opinion, I think that this actually would be a fantastic dessert if they traded out the barbecue potato chips for just like a normal a normal Lay's potato chip, just classic style. I feel like that would, you know, it kind of would give the impression of like a chocolate-covered chip. And it's not that the barbecue is bad. I just, I, I don't think I like that barbecue smoky flavor with the chocolate but the whiskey caramel is great the smoked sea salt you know that that adds that extra bit of savoriness with the sweetness that is all through there yeah it's just i I don't like the chip choice but i like this dessert for the most part however this will be the last time i ever eat it 
The Food and Wine Festival is not my favorite festival, but I have to tell you, I had a great time today, and there were three things that really stood out to me that we had today. Um, the PB&J wings, phenomenal, and I loved the falafel pita from Morocco. That was also amazing, and then that uh, impossible buffalo chicken tenders, those were really good too. Like I would definitely come back tomorrow if I could and eat all of those again because I absolutely loved them. Now, I do want to mention something I want to come back and try, and that is the guava like cheesecake. They had it last year, and it was amazing, but they reimagined it, so I definitely want to come back and try that. But overall, I had a wonderful time at the festival today, and I didn't think that was going to happen. Because again, normally I don't really like this festival because I feel like it's too repetitive. But today, it was good. Well, here at the end, I'm forced to think back on the meals that I've already forgotten that I had today. So the ones that I can remember that stand out the most to me, well, those are going to be the peanut butter and jelly wings that I ended up really enjoying. But I do agree with the assessment from Craig, whether he said it in this video or just to me privately, that they can feel a little heavy. So I don't think they're a start-your-day item. I think they're a before-you-go or an evening or something like that. I, I think you just be prepared for that. If you're going around, maybe split it with somebody or something. But those are really good, and I really did like that pistachio uh, cake that had the cinnamon cream on it from uh, the Tangierin Cafe in Morocco. That was really, really good. I would get that again for sure. And I would give the chilequiles another shot and hope that uh, this time I could just take the bowl, walk away, and try it, and the chips would still be crispy and not have submit submitted to the Florida humidity as of yet. But um, honestly, there wasn't anything I had that I straight up didn't like except for I think that hot Italian beef number that we had in America I thought uh, like I, I had uh, I had some of that um, and Craig was a hundred percent right it was so salty it was literally like liquid sodium like seawater right in there so I don't know if it was double double salted or something or what happened to it but um, like the sandwich was okay that's the only thing where I'm kind of like man that one wasn't like didn't do anything for me. So, but overall, I feel like pretty good. Um, this, I mean, I don't not like this festival. I still think Festival of the Arts is my favorite, but I feel like I had some pretty good food today, so I'm pretty happy. It's been a long day here at the 2023 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, and I gotta tell you, I don't think I had anything that was necessarily bad today. Uh, but I also don't know if there was any standouts. There was plenty of things that I would have gotten again. I think I did a good job highlighting that. But honestly, for me, the, the real highlight might be that pistachio cake. Rhino let me have half of it, and I truly, truly did enjoy that. Uh, what else was there? You know, the beef could have been good if it wasn't for the salty factor. The chilaquiles, they could have been good had they been fresh. Uh, man, you know, the wings... I'd, so my favorite of the wings are the garlic parmesan. We didn't get that today, but that's what I would typically get if I came back here. Flavors from fire, you know, it felt like it could have been a little better than it was. I had my criticisms of it, but honestly, in terms of in terms of food and wine festival, this wasn't my least favorite year for food and wine, but I'm still waiting for that wow factor. And the great part is, this is only day one, and also there are a lot of booths, a lot of new booths that are yet to open up. They open up later in the event in September, so it truly is just the start, and I'm excited about it. I will be back here plenty of times. I'll keep eating. I'll do some drinking. 
which we didn't really do today except for the two beers that I had and uh, didn't talk about them. I will say, I'm going to warn you about one of them. There's a Pilsner, an 81 Bay Pilsner at Kenya. And I was excited because I'm a man who loves a good Pilsner. And unfortunately, I thought it was going to be on draft and it was just poured out of a can. So it had like the six ounce option or the 12 ounce option. And, you know, then they're pouring a 16 ounce can into the, the, the smaller cup. It's like at that point, just give the whole can, give you, give you the 16 ounce can. So I don't know if that's going to change in the future. That's how it was now. Uh, also tried the watermelon hibiscus beer, the lager that was at the refreshment port. Delicious. But, you know, that's after the fact. So, uh, yeah, lots more to try here and we'll do that in the future. But for now, I want to say thank you so much for joining us for our day one coverage of the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. If you enjoyed this and you want to support us more, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And of course, if you are watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, leave comments, questions, video suggestions in the comment section, and hit that thumbs up. And if you're listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you can leave us a rating and review, please take the time to do so. But that's going to do it for here and us today at here. That's going to do it for us here today at the 2023 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you again real soon with another Disney Dining Review on the Disney Dining Show. Take care. Goodbye, everyone. Stay hungry. Yummy, yummy.